Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome back to, is this episode eight? Episode eight, baby. Episode eight. Of Ocho. <laughs> Ocho. Otto. <laughs> Got out of control real quick. Uh, episode eight of the Modern Monks podcast. I'm here again with my boy, Easy E. Um, and if anyone's interested, it has popped up a couple of times, why always open. I'm going to post a video tonight after we finish um, and show you guys what we do to see who opens. It's just a little video of Eamon and I um, jitsing and the person who taps out doesn't get to open. So I'll, uh, I'll leave that with the imagination of the guests for now and I'll put some video evidence up on the uh, Instagram page tomorrow. There's It'll be nice. There's more evidence in a UFC. Oh, you are, uh, <laughs> UFC. <laughs> UFO footage of like 1950 than, um, than what you do in that video, bro. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what the people decide. The people decide. But um, it's good to, to be back. We've had a couple of weeks off. Um, our cameraman Joey's been off gallivanting around the country, uh, around Bali and Indonesia. Um, so it's good to have him back, helping us out. Also, big thanks to AccuPit, AccuFit, Acupuncture, um, Eamon's company. You know, putting the dollars behind the podcast. You know, if we need that corporate sponsorship. Heavy lifting. Uh, get our movement keeping us comfortable and a roof over our head probably way more important than AccuFit but uh, the support of Coco's Cafe Much of Jimmy's Burgers and of Evergreen Landscaping as well um, you know we'll, we try and align with some brands that uh, you know that suit us and suit the flavour and the, the message that we're trying to push out and you know there's some local companies that all do that really well so big thanks to all those guys Alrighty, let's hit a little bit of a recap. Hey, Bean. Really good. September's been kind of crazy, man, I must admit. Yeah. Like we've had a lot of stuff going on. There's been a lot of um, things coming up about direction, purpose. Like, my mind's just been fucking racing. Mm. And um, it's been interesting. Like, the theme has kind of been just, you know, just embrace it, get going, and, and see what pops up. But I think it's been more about putting other people first and and not being or focusing on the big dog what i've seen that must be hard for you it is hard when you when you're a bit of a narcissist man it's difficult right <laughs> you feel me probably shouldn't joke about that <laughs> yeah. um it has been it's been a, a bit of a ride lately and i mean we've been sort of uh bouncing off each other quite a bit to to see how we fit into these new roles and um it's you know it's still a bit up in the air what what happens next and, and where this goes and how it grows and everything so it's been um it's been really good to to dive into what our own roles are in each other's lives too like we've um we've had to pull each other up a couple of times lately and you know sort of ask that question you know are you leveling up and you know not in as many words but you know making sure that we're both being accountable for the things that that we can achieve and that we can make this grow to. So it's um, yeah, it's a fun little time. It's definitely interesting. Maybe the other day you pulled me up and you were like, I was having a bit of a whinge and a bit of a sookie dance about a couple of cancellations early in the morning came this, through. This happens quite regularly with Eamon. He looks, he looks like he's all bright and sunshine, all smiles for the camera, but you get him behind closed doors and I tell you what, he's like Murky Dismal, the rain cloud just follows him around. <laughs> God, it is. <laughs> I'm a barrel of laughs, bro. People call me Chuckles, man. You feel me? You're in the wrong circles then, bro. You're over there when we're all over here, mate. 
Um, That's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, I had a pretty a pretty off day, and I was just like, fuck, things weren't happening for me. I was late to work, late cancellation, just blew open my whole morning. I remember coming in, and I was like, I was talking, like, Will was, we running a class, or you were teaching or something? Yeah, and I'm always on the grind. You were mid, I think you were mid walking around taking a photo of yourself, and um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> all right. So this is the Raz episode, obviously. <laughs> Strap in, everyone. And um, I remember coming up, and you were like, "What's going on, big fella?" And I just thought, oh, "I was like, fuck, bro. People aren't committing to the program. Stuff isn't happening." And he goes, "Less external, more internal." And I was like, "Fuck." He goes, "What are you not committing to?" And it really hit me. Going, you're training. Where have you been? You know, are you turning up to work? Are you turning up to do all these little things? And it fucking hit me and I had to go, I went outside and I sat down and I was like, fuck, like what's going on? And I meditated on it, I marinated on it. And I was like, fuck, am I letting myself down by not doing the simple things right that I know for myself? That we talk about in subsequent, uh, pre- sorry, previous episodes. Um, and we'll probably talk about it in subsequent ones. Are we not doing the simple things, the little things that we know will make us infinitely better to combat that day if there is resistance coming and people cancelling fine but you've got to be in that better attitude and and you nailed it bro i just wasn't there i wasn't committing well it's it's been it's just been coming up and up and up like every like and it, it's cliche it's one of the most cliche things is like all the answers you seek everything you want is already there it already exists within you. You just have to get out of your own way to have it. And it's one of the most profound things because you say it to someone, they're like, oh, yeah, okay. No one believes you. No one, no one wants it. I mean, I, I reckon I've had three conversations super similar this week. I've listened to four or five other podcasts that all say the same thing, and they're talking about you know, projecting what it is you, you want in your reality, manifesting that space that you want. And it's not until you fully believe it and you're open to these things coming into your life that it's going to happen and it's it's exactly like that it's like instead of going why do these people have a problem sticking to their commitment or booking or appreciating what i do for them instead of saying that it's like well what aren't you getting out of your own way for you know people turning up late to appointments do you turn up late to appointments people leaving rubbish on the floor in your new space do you leave rubbish on the floor somewhere else it's all coming back for a reason yeah there's something behind everything that happens yeah it's just whether or not you've got the attitude and the tools to step back from that instead of going oh so and so has left this on the floor so and so has done that they didn't show up it's like nah hang on okay why didn't they show up should I be giving empathy towards a situation they might be suffering in? And is that going to shed light on a situation that I'm suffering in? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that recognition of it was just like, it was enough to kind of cut through it. You feel it was like, it wasn't like, oh, it's okay, bro. You'll do better next time. You know what I mean? Like, there's always tomorrow, which is not... (laughs) not the what, case what i need to hear it's not the case either it's yeah. not always tomorrow you gotta gotta yeah, do exactly. what you gotta do day by day but it's just like I, I needed to hear and i was like okay shit i'm like i went outside and i'm like what what is important to me what do i need to get done what do i need to commit to for myself what do i know that that levels me out for myself and i know that i'm like if i get if i get my meditation in it doesn't matter if it's 34 seconds 
34 minutes, whole day is written off with meditation. I know that my mind is right. I know I'm in a better headspace. If I do a bit of hoff breathing, if I have a cold shower, my mind's right. That takes zero real effort. Mm. It's done in like 10 minutes, real effort. Do the, do the application, shower, ready to rock and roll. Day started right. So if something bad happens, I'm like, I already, I already ticked this day off as a win because I'm on the right track. And the last, since we had that conversation, last few days have been banging. And I'm like, oh, it's no surprise that everybody that I've seen in clinic has just been like, yeah, cool. Yeah, what do I need to do? Okay, yeah, cool, sweet. Yeah, yeah, I respect that, okay. And I'm just like, ah, yeah, shit. Life, you got me again, you son of a... Life. Get me again. Every Go on, time man, you huh? get comfortable. It's every time you get comfortable, every time you think you're on a good wicket, it just goes, hang on a minute, sport. Yeah. Out from under your feet. But that's the thing, like, <clears> and it's always the way. You know, if it's not one thing, it's another, you know? And mm. I think that's a big... And it's been resonating with me a lot, like, recently, is the fact that you look at people and they've either got great training regime their professional life's in order or their home life's in order it's never any balance mm. like name one person one i only want to know one person that has all three balanced up physical specimen stays on top of their health sound relationship family life whatever and they're kicking goals with their profession as well yeah one person hit me Or, or at least someone I can't even think of someone who I know honestly in all aspects of their life is actively trying for that mm. you know what I mean like I'm wait, wait, you don't know anyone actively trying to achieve all three of those no I mean like it's someone who's like actively and succeeding being like not, I've nailed this I've nailed any, that not I'm anyone nailed. sitting any, in, in the vicinity of you no? no one's trying to do that I mean if I keep looking around there's no one else in the gym man <laughs> are you talking about Joey that's ruthless that's so ruthless no. Anyway, where I don't I was, mean, where I don't I was mean going, like, where I don't I was mean going, you're not working on it. <laughs> where I was going with that before Eamon so ruthlessly told me that I'm not even a, a shoe in is that that is my ideology now. I don't want to be successful at one of those and not have the other two. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a practice that, you know, it create. it's like finding that balance has been quite hard and, um, you know, and especially like I'd like to shed some light on some stuff too because um, we had a men's shed on the weekend. It was really nice to, to get to know some guys and we'll, we'll touch in on it a little bit later, but it's, um, it sparked a little bit of honesty and I, I want to be completely honest that life is not peachy all the time. Like life's tough and, you know, if it's not one thing, it's another going wrong and you've got to be able to prepare yourself to fix those on the fly. And um, M and I having like expecting our first kid in the next six months is um you know it's it's scary in the sense that it's another layer to our lives but i mean we're both really looking forward to being parents but in the lead up um you know the last couple of months i've been completely obsessed with ghetto and emma let me know that that's not okay because we're about to have a small family and i have to be able to balance those things correctly in order to succeed in my home life and if i'm not going to be there at home and i'm going to be obsessed with another thing then what's the point of making that commitment in the first place? And so I've had a bit, I've had a bit of trouble balancing that out and finding the right mix of being here versus doing everything that I need to to be a good partner 
lover and dad to be. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's been testing. We've had some big fights and I've been called names and pointed at a lot. And, you know, thinking that I'm in the right, I argue back. But thinking about it now, it's like, well, no shit. Like, you know, you're neglecting this girl, this woman that's carrying your child and you're expecting her to be sweet with you spending all your time on this other little project. Yeah. You know, while she's still working, you know, 40 hour weeks grinding away and I'm off bloody playing handstands and acrobatic stuff at work. Mm. You know, no wonder I was getting yelled at. It makes perfect sense now that I can sit back and, and say it. But at the time I was like, nah, this is what I've got to do. It's like, okay, well, let's strip that back a little bit, peel back the layers and see what's actually going on. And I was so tunnel vision in what was happening that I was neglecting the woman I love, my partner in crime that has supported me all the way through this, you know, from earning zero dollars for two years straight to, you know, finally starting to turn over some kind of weekly wage. Yeah. And, you know, I had just had the blinkers on too tight. I couldn't see that. So finding that balance has been probably my biggest success this year. Like, you know, and now we're about to throw some salt and pepper in the shape of a kid on the situation. And I'm really excited to break the mold of what happens when someone gets a kid. Yeah. And I told you this the you're other day. You're a big advocate of this. You want to yeah, bring I, it in. I told, I told Eamon this the other day. I was like, and like, I, I mean, I understand that things happen and, you know, you have to do certain things as a priority, but I don't want to, you know, be the guy that, you know, doesn't do the stuff that he likes doing because he's got a child. I want my child to be involved in that stuff. I want them to be exposed to being around my friends, exposed to being around this environment and then, you know, going and doing the stuff that Emma and I like to do, jump in the van, go travel for a weekend. Yeah. You know, I don't want that stuff to stop and I'm really passionate about maintaining that level of lifestyle with a baby. You know what's fucked up, bro? I just thought of it. People are going to be so happy. Like, I, f- I think there's going to be someone who's going to be so happy who's just like, oh, like, if it doesn't work out like that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I can't believe I even thought that. I'm like, someone's going to be like, oh, it's not that easy, is it? And you're like, you have to combat that kind of shit. Those types of thought processes. I love that, though. Yeah. I, I love feel like you like that challenge. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's why. I accept that challenge, yeah. It's like, I want to break the mold. Yeah. I don't want to be, you know, sad Joe that sits at home and he's bloody twiddling his thumbs because he's not allowed to go do anything and like mm. you you and your wife are both sitting there wanting to do something fun but it's like oh the baby so yeah. i'm telling you my parents used to take three of us everywhere we learned to behave you know we respected our elders they, they raised the back of the hand we fell in line yeah you know and i just think you know obviously not allowed to do certain things these days because you know people are a bit Fancy pantsy about certain things but yeah. there's other ways it's so funny like, I had a client come through the other day and she was talking about a kid and she was like you know I love him but you know we booked a Byron trip with all the girls I can't wait for it I've been waiting for this for the last I love six Byron months Bay. right Byron yeah. it's Byron the best Byron. right yeah. and then she goes I'm like oh really I'm like yeah, I gotta get away from the kids I'm like it's too much I'm like you're not gonna miss them I'm like no my last four years has been a write off so they're two under four I'm like, it's been a write-off. It's like, yeah, it's just been chaos. It's just been insane. I just can't wait to get a break. I'm like, have you thought about? I, I don't know why. I just make a conversation. Like, have you thought about a third or a fourth or a 
stiff or whatever. I don't know. And she goes, just looked at me like I was just insane. And I was just like, fuck, man, you made it. Like, it's so crazy. Like, you made a choice. You welcome something into your life, but it's a, like, a huge burden. Like, it's a heavy process. And I was like, when are you... I think, like, I don't know. Like, there was just something missing in that conversation. I was just like, you just created life. Like, should be happy or something. And I haven't, I haven't had kids either, so I don't know. But I was just like, fuck, it's supposed to be this stressful? Like, supposed to be this hectic? You know? Yeah. Or is this a reflection of other aspects in your life? Well, I think, I think that's the thing. I mean, I've had, like, our family, my big sister, most recently, and, like, even mum and dad had so many downs before they got any ups when it came to kids um my mum went full term and delivered a stillborn um you know and you know they had some miscarriages and stuff between my big sister myself and my little brother but their attitude towards it never changed you know the gift of life is precious yeah and you know like my sister um had some complications with her oldest boy and he's now uh, he spent his first um, three and a half months in hospital. Um, he's fallen under a few different banners of, of medical um, sort of terminology and now they're sort of giving him an undiagnosed genetic disorder and they won't really give, you know, a time frame on what could happen <coughs> and what could develop or anything like that. And But my sister and her husband, their attitudes have never changed because the gift of life is so amazing. Yeah. And no matter how much hard work and stuff goes into it, it doesn't matter. And so I think being around that and adopting that attitude I know that whatever happens I'm going to make the best of the situation regardless of, of what happens like what goes on and I'm mm. fine with that yeah you know whatever happens I'm comfortable facing that challenge because it's there for a reason and you know not everyone gets the opportunity to work through stuff like that and you know, I'm super lucky that I've got such a great tight-knit family and I've been able to experience the positive side of a very negative situation because not everyone gets to do that yeah you know a lot of that negativity ties people down and gets them stuck in bad habits and I do consider myself super lucky that I didn't get dragged into a hole like that rather I was taught to to look for the good and that silver lining I think that, that, like, that's such a good perspective, but because if you think about it, like, you have all these different challenges in life. Like, we touched on it earlier, the men's shed that came up, you know, that was a profound experience. I did not expect to get that many people down. And for everyone to share that they were there for in a supportive role and a supportive cap capacity. But when you got everyone individually and you started having conversations, you were like, fuck, everyone's been through some shit. Like, everyone's been through some hectic stuff. And you don't know. Like, you don't know that all this stuff's going on and, you know, you just think you're, you just think you're, either you're by yourself or, you know, like, no one would understand even if you told them or something. And that's the biggest thing is everyone is going through something that you have no idea about. Anyone that you see, I guarantee you their life has its holes in it. But everyone looks back and sits on their highlight reel and goes, oh, they've got this, they've got this, everything was given to them. It's 2018. Surely everyone's over that little like, oh, yeah, their pictures on Instagram must be their actual life. Mm. Like, yeah. you've got to get your head around that. 
you know, people suffer. And nine times out of 10, the more brightly colored something is, the more negative it probably is on the other side. Yeah. You know, that's a generalization, but chances are that someone's trying to hide some stuff and make themselves feel better in the public eye. And that's sad that people won't talk about it. And I feel like what happened on last Friday night is a massive step in the right direction for our local community because we had 20 guys, generally strangers with each other, mm. come, share who they are, share why they're there. And a majority of them, like you said, were there in a supportive role. But they also said that they feel that there's not anywhere safe that they can go to chat about their feelings or sit down and meditate and not feel judged. Yeah. Or lose in a game of two-on-two two ball and not take it to heart. Talking about me not taking it to heart? No, no, I beat you in one-on-one, -on -one, but we played the other night too and the team went down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like it was, yeah, I don't know, it was a very interesting experience. It's that, it's that overarching thing though that everyone just assumes and we spoke about it on Friday night and it was mental health awareness week last week conveniently on the week that we held the men's shed good timing by accident yeah. um, but everyone was saying the same thing everyone asked the question are you okay but does anyone listen to the answer is anyone prepared to hear no I think that's the problem because we all ask how are you are you okay how are you doing? Is everything good? Yeah. But what does everyone say when someone says no? Do you lend a sympathetic ear? Do you sit down and ask how you can help? Or do you just go, oh, too bad. Hmm. All right. I'll see you next time we bump into each other. Yeah. Like, yet someone bumps into you and they've got a boot on or a cast on. You sit there and ask them how it happened. Yeah. And you say, oh, what about this? Oh, geez, that's rough. What happened? When do you go back to work? Are you getting any, like, did you get any insurance or are you getting work cover or, but yeah. mental health? We don't want to no, touch sorry, it. man. Life's actually pretty crappy at the moment. And yeah, I'd love to be able to chat to you about it. Oh, actually, I've got to uh, be somewhere. Yeah. You know, people run from those conversations. So it's not enough to ask, are you okay? You have to, if, you, if you're going to ask that question, you need to be prepared to hear no. And you need to be prepared to sit there and help and lend a sympathetic ear. See what you can do to help. Yeah. You know, even helping get that off someone's chest is a massive, massive step in the right direction for them getting it out in the open. I think you ought to ask, are you okay? Like your grandmother asked you if you want something to eat. And they, you know, you go, they ask you if you want something to eat. You go, no, I'm good. Everything's good. And you're like, you go, yeah, you want something to eat? I'll cook you something. Like, no, no, it's really all right. And you go, no, no, I'll cook you something. We'll, we'll sit down and it'll be good. And you go, ah, fuck it, I'll eat, right? And you sit and you start chatting, right? Mm. In the same way as you go, are you okay? And then someone goes, oh, yeah, everything's good. I'm like, no, seriously, like, everything going on? Yeah. Got some time? Everything cool? Oh, yeah, fuck, like, I don't know. This shit. is going Yeah, this is that's going, going on. Going this on. is happening. Yeah. And that's the conversation that we need to have. And not only men, but as women as well, like, it's just there's too much me against you mm. like whatever happened to being a community of like-minded people just vibing out people do different shit so what yeah doesn't matter does it really affect you no yeah. the answer is no, no. 
And the, the real answer is probably that person probably deserves a break because they're probably going through some shit and that's why they're acting like that or wearing what they're wearing to draw some attention. If you think about, like, if you think your worst ever, like, thing that you didn't want anyone to know about you, right? If you said it, yeah, it'd be shit. 30 minutes later, 30 seconds later, a couple days later, everyone moves on. But this thing that you just keep, like, compounding in your head and you're just like, oh, fuck, this would be terrible if people knew this, if they like, you know? So we had the retreat up in Byron Bay with the guys from Help. And we did this drill about like how you can blow something way out of proportion purely because of your perspective. And so um, I pe the people might have saw the video of Josh Cordoba and I jumping in the ice bath together. If you watch the video back, it's really funny. Everyone, when they got in the bathtub, holds hands before they sit down. And you know, Josh and I are two pretty manly men. And I was like, oh, I'll let him reach out to grab my hands. And so when we got in the bath, he put his hands out, but to say, I'm going to put my legs, one inside of yours and one outside. And I leant across to give him a high five. And then I saw what he was doing and I was like, oh, okay. And pretended to do the same thing on the other side. Gene, I talked about this classic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and like, so in my head, I was like, oh shit, I fucked up. <laughs> and then, so I told him about it later and he's like, that's hilarious. And then, but then we used it for the example of this drill and so if we weren't about to get in an ice bath because i couldn't think about it while i was in there that water was two degrees it was all kinds of fucked up yeah and he um he said so let's let's use will as the example so all right this has happened and now will's sitting there after it's happened going oh shit josh josh didn't think to give me a high five or maybe i wonder if josh likes me yeah. i wonder if like maybe he doesn't like me i wonder why he wouldn't like me and then your instinct, you don't go to someone that could nullify everything and just go, nah, that's not the case. You go to someone that might feed that. Yeah. And so, you know, you go to this person, you're like, hey, I don't think Josh likes me. He faded me for a high five earlier. Do you, what do you reckon? And they're going to go, yeah, actually, I've noticed the way he looks at you. <laughs> and they feed it. And all of a sudden, it's gone from this little idea to like, it's, it's manifesting outside of everything. And meanwhile, Josh is just cruising along, teaching some yoga, yeah. five and five. And, but then to add fuel to the fire later that night, you know, maybe we're at the table and Josh razzes me in front of everyone. And normally it'd be water off a duck's back. Mm. But now I'm like, holy shit, he fucking hates me. Yeah. He doesn't like me one bit. Yeah. This is, I knew it. And this idea just keeps going and going and going. And like, how far does it go before it stops? Before it taints my behavior and my view towards everyone else. Yeah. And it's all because we sat and we had a mild bro meltdown. <laughs> I went for a five, he missed it. But how, but how easy can that spiral out of control? Easy. Well, I mean, think about it like in like any sense, but there's a, there's a Buddhist one that's like that as well. It's like, you're all waiting for a crowded bus. Suddenly it starts to pour with rain. Everyone's got their umbrellas out. You don't have your umbrella. Everyone's like knocking you with their umbrella and you're like, fucking hell. Anyway, you all scramble to get on the bus. Everyone puts their umbrella down. Some guy goes to go past you, you've already got the shits. He steps on your foot, keeps going. You go, doesn't even acknowledge you, right? You go to look at him, doesn't say anything. You go, this fucking guy, right? Suddenly going in your head and you're like, why would he step on my foot? Like, why didn't he apologize? Why didn't all this stuff happen? You take that, you carry that on the whole bus ride home. 
You get home to your partner. Your partner's like, what's going on? Suddenly you're like, oh, you wouldn't believe this guy. This guy did like all this crazy shit on the bus, right? Stepped on my foot, didn't even say sorry. Suddenly the next day in the water cooler, you're telling everyone about this story. Suddenly you've taken a minor event in which this person may have next to no idea. They might may have, have done super, intentionally. Might have had super thick shoes on, didn't even feel the Didn't even notice it. That's another yeah. reason not to wear shoes, people. <laughs> Get a feeling for what's under your feet. And then you now you've compounded this thing into this like crazy story that's affected your day. That's now part of it. So you embellish the story, you make it even worse than it was, and suddenly you're like, hey, what was that terrible idea? Suddenly you look that you create this whole experience that's a negative thing, based on the smallest second of one day that ha- might have happened a year ago, and suddenly someone's yeah. bringing it up at well, a yeah, restaurant, exactly. dinner party, yeah, or exactly, and it just grows and grows and grows. Yeah, it's like the um the the monk that helps the lady across the river and you know they're not allowed to come in contact with other people you know and he helps carry her across this massive flooding river like you know there's no way she's too she's too frail to get across yeah so he puts her on his back and carries her over the other monk says why did you do that and he doesn't answer hours down their walk or wherever they're headed he goes well, i still can't believe you didn't do that he said brother i carried her across the river she's still on your shoulders you're still holding on. You're still holding to that photo. That's powerful. Isn't it? It's like, let go. Let go, it's gone. Just let go. I like that. It doesn't matter. I like that a lot. It's all perspective. That's funny as well when you hang around with people who take on a bad experience for you. Have you noticed that? You go to a coffee shop and someone will be like, it's $5 down over here. Oh, sorry, sweetheart. And I'll go, I'll move to the side. Oh, there I go. Shuffling. <laughs> <laughs> Someone you may be like, geez, she was a bitch. Like, oh, I don't know. It's probably having a stressful day. Doesn't it doesn't it's not right though. You know what I mean? Like, shouldn't do that to you. And you're like, whoa, hang on, Chachi. We're just getting a coffee. Everything's yeah. fine. Off off that off that bandwagon. Yeah. I'm not up. I'm not with you. Yeah, so <laughs> this shoulders are broad, but I ain't carrying that. Dancing around the problems, feel me? <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, uh, it's funny how people do that too, isn't it? Carry your other shit. Big time. But it's like, it's, it's the same as we said the other day. It's become trendy to be busy. Mm. It's become trendy to have more problems than everyone else too. Yeah. It's like, my problems are bigger and worse. My life's harder. It's like, just enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy the joy of waking up. Find the happiness in the simple things and everything is going to be okay. You know what I heard today that I really liked? Guy said, problem can't really be solved, it's a problem. Puzzle, on the other hand, can be solved. Change problem to puzzle and you'll feel a lot better. It's like, ooh, I got a little puzzle, I gotta solve that, you know what I mean? It's something that's like interactive, something that you can step by step work your way through it. Isn't that interesting? As opposed to like- That's such a good, that's such a good switch. Yeah. Such a good switch. When it's like, people just get stuck in the habit of saying words like that like it's a problem or I can't or no I've never done that all of these words all these sentences have a full stop at the end mm. they're not like an open ended question can you do this no alright sweet no can't do that can't do that solves yeah people just closing them off to life experience yeah it's not the way to live it's not the way to enjoy it it's not the way to be fruitful Interesting, love. Yeah, hasn't it been? It's been crazy. But it's like the same thing, the, the reoccurring theme. Like it's all within. Whatever you want, you can have. Mm. 
it keeps popping up. It's just, do you want it? Bad enough that you can see it when it comes. Have well, a think about that. But that's why I think like that extension of it though that I fucking love, which is every, every experience like that coffee shop setting, the monk carrying the lady across the water, is you frame it any which way that you want to frame it. If you take something as an opportunity for something else, or you even just ignore it and just keep going down like the lane that you were thinking, like someone comes in and they're like, oh, I had a shit gym session. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, blah, blah, blah. Or alternative is you take it on. You're like, oh, fuck. Another person who hasn't been feeling good, who doesn't like the gym, the session or whatever it is. Take on that burden. Suddenly that narrative is a negative narrative. But if you can just construct it in your head and just go, I'm going to frame it in a positive light. I don't give a fuck. And just see what happens. It interestingly inter- changes it to like something else. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're in every control of every moment to frame it in a positive way. Yeah. So one of the, one of the things is I think I'm pretty sure I wrote my first blog piece on this. And it was something you said. And you're like, you are literally one thought away from realizing everything is actually okay everything's fine all it takes is that one penny drop moment where you shift your perspective and you go okay it's not that bad i just need to write a list of shit to do get on top of it and then keep moving forward create some momentum put some fuel in the jet and we're out of here I feel like I feel like people, <coughs> excuse me, people overcomplicate the gratitude game, which is like, I don't have anything to be grateful for. Yeah, I'm grateful that it's sunny. I'm grateful that we live near the ocean. I'm grateful that I have lots of friends around me. Do you know what I was grateful for this morning in my diary? What's that? Acai. Acai. <laughs> I, was, I was grateful for my acai bowl. Acai bowl. Yeah. Seriously, but acai is life. Yeah. Love that sweet sugary goodness. <laughs> sugar foot. Sugar foot. Sugar foot. <laughs> Yeah. Diabetes is real. Coming for you. But yeah, but the, the gratitude game is an interesting kind of well, it's thing. If, it's if you don't mean it, don't say it. Like if, you, if you're just... If you're not grateful for it, you if, if you're just looking for something to say, oh, I'm grateful for, for the point of the exercise, then you're missing the point of the exercise. Mm. The point is to have a look internally. Am I grateful for this thing that I'm about to say I'm grateful for? Or yeah. am I just putting pen to paper to say I did the task? Yeah. And I think, as I mean, that's a big problem with a lot of things that people do these days is that it's, I'm just ticking this box. I'm getting this certification. I need to do this to make that person happy. Don't just do it. Do it for a reason. Put some life behind it. Put some passion behind it. Mm. Actually ask yourself what you're grateful for. You know, when you wake up first thing in the morning, it's not a guarantee. Yet we take it for granted every day. I think it'd be such an interesting exercise. How many people wake up in the morning and go, fuck, I've got to go to work. The first thing that you think, or like something, they, oh, I've got to get up. Oh, great. Like the first thing that you do to start, to set an intention for the day, is something negative. It's framed negatively. Do you know what I've been doing? What are you doing? I've been setting my alarm 15 minutes earlier. Sorry, 10 minutes earlier. Just so I can schnoz. Just so you can so I still wake up at the same time I normally would, but yeah. I said it 10 minutes earlier so I can go, oh, I've got 10 more minutes, schnoz button. 
back to sleep. Serious? Yeah, oh, man, it makes me so happy. See, that, like that split time would anger me, man. You know how you know how you feel though when you first wake up. You're like, oh, I could have ten more minutes here. Yeah. I give myself that ten minutes. Oh, you're rewarding yourself. I'm rewarding feel, myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's early. Yeah. Just schnoze. Yeah. That's it. I'm going back down for ten minutes. Yeah, I love Tinkerbell's it. gonna come bang her little bell again in a minute, and I'll jump up, seize the day. Yeah, I love but for it. now, I got some schnoz. <laughs> some ten minutes coming my way. But it's just like a little mental game I play because it was yeah. like that. I'd be like, oh man, it's four thirty. Why am I up at this ungodly hour? But when it's four twenty, I'm like, hang on, boys, <laughs> I got ten more minutes. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like much, but it shifts that mindset for when you wake up the second time. Yeah. I wish Grace had that. She used to set her alarm. 450, 453, 456, <laughs> 459. <laughs> You've got to get out on that cold tile floor, tap that button. And yeah, you've got to get it. You've got to get it. Yeah, Emma sleeps heavy too. Mm. We could get robbed and a tornado could rip through the house and Emma wouldn't wake up. I don't think I've met anyone in my life who sleeps as much as your partner. No Tim, way. Tim Randall? Oof. Yeah, but Tim, Timmy's Tim not has napping, it in, is Tim, Timmy has it in a block. Emma naps. Emma will sit down, have a four-hour nap, and then sleep eight hours at night. Yeah. I've never, ever seen anything like it. It's out of control. And she'll say it's because she's pregnant, but she was doing it before Long that. before that. Long before that. Yeah. I put up a little highlight reel of Emma schnuzzing when we travel. Yeah. Any chance she gets, she sits down, puts her head back, it's done. Yeah. When we travel long distances in the car, you get in the car and feel like, you, like it's a coffin she just has the seat reclined all the way back yeah. and it's just like what have you been doing over here she's like what i just like to have a nap and be comfortable not a bad person it's hilarious <laughs> loves it she hates when i travel with her and like in the car setting or something like that she just gets my jumper off ties my head to the headrest so i'm asleep and i'm just bouncing in between the thing but i don't you know you know how you wake up and get that kink neck feeling well you don't drive Oh, no, no, if like someone's driving or we're in a bus or like oh. some sort of setting, right? We're going touristing. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, I feel Yeah, so she just wraps it up. I'm just fucking locked in. Yeah. And I don't wake up like, Jesus Christ. That's a good idea though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Life's so, so loving of her. That's my girl. I see. I let Emma go. Emma's sitting there in the <laughs> car and because she's got such a big melon, it's like... <laughs> tonk, tonk, tonk. But she's not waking up. <laughs> no, she doesn't wake up. She, like Dad said, there's times, and you have to watch the video for this, guys, but there's times when she'll just be like, the seatbelt suspended her in midair, and she's like, <laughs> head forward, just dribbling. <laughs> she's not moving an inch. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, if I pull out the camera and start filming right at the end, she always said, like, always seems to be like, oh, what? What did I miss? And she's like, oh, you put it away. <laughs> I'm like, never. This is getting saved to the bank. <laughs> Hilarious. But every time. Like sits down on the lounge it's the best yeah. it's like Bob can you pass me that while you're up she's not up she's sleeping no. she's falling asleep at the kitchen table one time you invited me over to watch Shrek and I had no idea she was there until she woke up and asked if the bachelor <laughs> she, was on she was I was in like, fuck <laughs> <laughs> where'd you come from Jesus I know it's your house like, which, yeah, yeah, where, the whole where time? have you been what did we say <laughs> yeah. yeah she does it man Classic. I, I, I honestly every afternoon I come home even if I don't see her car, I go and check if she's in bed. Because hmm. very chances are she could be having a schnoze. You know, you know, I'd love to uh, for Emma to meet that that sleep uh, sleep guy, Matthew Walker. Yeah. Do the sleep podcast. Measure that. Yeah. See what's going on there. Yeah. Tell me why she can have a four hour nap and then still sleep eight hours every night. Yeah. 
Although she's been having a horrible time lately. The baby's been flogging her. Kicking out. Oh, mm. crazy. Crazy, crazy. Working on this pancake, maybe. Yeah, working on the pancake. How's about I'm going to be a dad in six weeks? You excited? So excited, man. Yeah. I can't wait. Just, I just, you know what makes me so jacked is that I, I've got so many good memories of being a kid and like hanging out with my dad. And like, you know, when you're a kid, your dad's not that cool, but you always hope that he comes and plays. Mm. And it's like, I really have a lot of good memories from when I'm like a little ankle biter and just hanging out, doing stuff, wanting him to come play cricket and wanting him to teach me how to do stuff, not wanting to go help him with work, but going and just doing that stuff. Yeah. Like that makes me really excited to share that with little Bambino, whether it's a boy or a girl. It'd be awesome. That is nice. Yeah. gonna be mad yeah it's gonna be mad another adventure so many adventures and the big dog's gonna be a massive part of it too I got Eamon a matching set of marla beads to our baby I gotta watch the video for this lush marla beads up on the sunny coast any custom marlas you would like shameless plug but um really comfortable too <laughs> very comfortable but yeah I'm just like in the group of people we've got around too. It's just nice to know that you're going to bring up a child in a great, fun, loving, supportive community. It's the best. Mm. You need you need that too. Like that. I mean, men's health right really that men shed night really like solidified. It, it solidified and consolidated that that journey and that purpose. If like you know, like we, we harp on it like every every podcast, and I know this is not not the easiest thing to do, but you have to surround yourself with positive people, like people that you like, people that are have to richer, more successful, smarter, funnier, funnier, better, nicer, kinder. You just have to be around people that are better than you. You cannot be ar- if you're the if you're the tallest poppy in your group. Get out! You're in the wrong group. Get out! Ditch some friends. Move forward. Mm. And honestly, it's, a, it's so cliche. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. But like, how many people listen to that? How many people act on it? Mm. People are too scared. I, I'm trying to think of this Jay Shetty quote I read the other day. And he says, Thank you for coming into my life and making it better. And to all those have that left, have, and thank you to all of those that have left my life and made it, made it amazing. It's like, don't try and fix everyone or keep everyone around. Mm. People are naturally going to gravitate towards you and fade away. Mm. Let them do it. You just need to be focused on what you're doing and connecting to that purpose and moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Helping people be better. And if they are getting better and they move away, that's fine. That's no offense to you. It's just their callings going somewhere else. Don't attach yourself to someone else. Like we, we had an interesting chat the other day and it was about like what happens when you and I split ways. <laughs> and like we're, we're under no <coughs> illusion that one day, you know, this relationship might run its course and, you know, I want to go left and he wants to go right. And we man shake, give each other a cuddle, delete each other's numbers and move forward. <laughs> <laughs> but like this... 
it's and it, it happens like you lose friends in your life and you can be emotionally invested in losing them or you can be emotionally invested in yourself and moving forward and we we've fallen into the trap of becoming emotionally invested in why people lean away from us and why people deflect and and do this thing but it's been the biggest lesson lately for us in investing our emotions into other people is not the best thing for us to move forward and do the best we can for our community and ourselves Mm. so we've had to we've had to separate that and detach from those feelings and and just keep moving forward and know that we're doing the right thing for where we are in our lives right now yeah it can't please everyone especially when you're sitting high high up in the clouds pondering yeah you have to be you have to be your like you have to be yourself like otherwise fuck this is this is going to be hard like it's life's already hard it's going to be infinitely harder you're pretending to be something that you're not or you're pretending to enjoy things that you don't enjoy for other people i don't know it's just you feel oh i feel i feel yeah it's like i think i was talking to james greathead and he was talking about how i was talking i'd just been for a swim and he was like well not me man i don't swim until january when the water's toasty and i was like it's so refreshing to hear someone say that and he goes tell me about it i can't stand all these people that are like yeah i swim i swim and then you they get like they want to be that person that swims through winter and like they're having an anxiety attack (laughs) about getting in the water and it's like all right I've got to be this person. I've got to get in. Nah, I'm not going to get in today. Nah, you know what? I think there's blue bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Something like it's been that. real seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> I think they spotted a shark out there this morning. I'm like, you're swimming in a pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, he, and he's like, but, you know, I said to James, I'm like, it's so nice that you're just like, you know what? I'm not a cold water person. I don't like swimming. It's like the people that don't like getting up early. But they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I love, mm. I love getting up early. But at home, they're just like, fuck's sake. Why is my alarm set for this stupid time? I don't have to get up until this time. Yeah. I've been guilt tripped in. I mean, I know people that pretend they're morning people. And they're not. And they should just realise they're not morning people. Yeah. Stop wasting everybody's goddamn Unless time. Unless it's brunch, don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless just, you have a mimosa, just, baby. Just for some context, I messaged E the other day because we were both in Byron. And I was like, oh, we're going for a fee. And this was at like 8 o'clock in the morning. I was like, we're going for a feed if you guys want to catch up. I didn't get a response <laughs> until 10.30. And, you know, it's Eamon's holiday. He can do whatever he wants. He's just, but he's like, oh, sorry, bro. Had to, run, had to run 14Ks or something this morning. Had to go and do all this stuff. And here I am just thinking, I've known you for long enough that I know you just, you don't get it on a weekend. You're not getting up until brunch. On a weekday, you don't get up until brunch. <laughs> Summer hours, baby. Summer hours, all year round. But it was like, nah, sorry, bro. Couldn't get back to you. Couldn't come to breakfast. I was just hitting 42-kilometer run. I had to paddle onto some sets and mm. catch some cowabungas. Yeah. But really, you are just on the schnoz. I think I, was, I think I was meditating a few hours, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? But I'm not even a night owl either. I don't want to be up at 2 a.m. in like... Oh, man, this is a late night. What are we doing, Late huh? podcast, 9.14. Yeah. It's late for the boys. Self-awareness. Know who you are, everyone. Yeah. Know who Otherwise you are. Otherwise, your friends will judge you and make funny. <laughs> yeah, don't try and be something you're not. Because you will get called out eventually. Or consistently. That's, you know what the other thing I'm looking forward to about, like, because you know how kids are parrots? Yeah. 
is like, I wonder how much Raz <laughs> my kid's gonna have. Yeah. Like, I would just kill for the day when like you come in to the gym and he's just like, oh, hey, Uncle E, I'll have shit for you today. <laughs> it's like this two-year-old talking schmack. Well, who's paying this kid? What's going on? There's you in the back. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's and so funny, eh? You, I, I feel like you're not going to get like... You never. You always get the challenge, right? You never get exactly what you ask for. No, no. I'll get exactly what I need, and I'm gonna get another mini me. And I know, I know I was a nightmare of a kid. Mm. Yeah, your parents told me something similar. Yeah. yeah, my parents told me something similar. Actually, do you know what's even funnier? My sister thinks that I'm gonna get a placid kid like her, because she, her youngest boy Sam is like it's off the chain. Yeah, he's just an energizer bunny that's plugged into a supercharger. Just cruises around with his little blonde mop and his big butt and chubby lips and just oof, 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 says uru and stuff. <laughs> just say goodbye to him. He's like, uru. <laughs> Get on the phone. He's like, hey, dum dum. <laughs> yes, this kid is the best. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh, man. It's going to be an interesting ride. I can't wait. Can't what do you do? We'll see, see what happens. Roll with the punches. What do you think? Wrapping up? Wrapping up. Let's do it to it. Wrapping up. Joe's getting edgy, I feel it. 50, 50 minute alarms going off. I feel good. I, like I feel that. good. Ep 8, done and dusted. Ocho Thanks for the yard. Yeah. Thanks, Joey. Coming in, staying up late. Back from Bali. Yeah. Thanks for making the trip back. Yeah. But um, no, thanks everyone. And we're, um, we're looking forward to unpacking a little bit more of the men's shed in our next episode and the retreat in Byron. And... Um, and some big announcements with Ian and I too. We're going to start teaming up on all of our lifestyle retreats um, so we can add a bit of a, a healing and recovery element to them as well. Um, also some sort of guided meditations and stuff with Eamon because he's very, very skilled and such a good communicator at um, you know, setting people up in that space. So thank you, bro. Keep your eyes peeled. Got that. Um, and, and yeah, reach out to us. Get on board always looking for more people to be in the community and if you feel like um, anything we talk about resonates let us know and we can always dive a little deeper on certain things 100% much love everyone for now peace and love that was good F8 done and dusted baby yeah Yeah. I know (laughs) your fly's been undone the whole time (laughs) (laughs) just out (laughs) just snag sitting down (laughs)